Coca-Cola announced that they are discontinuing their coconut water brand Zico. It's a big blow for all those people who love pretending that they like the taste of coconut water. <laughs> Coca-Cola knew it was time to discontinue Zico because they actually did it a year ago and no one noticed. Yeah, that's actually part of uh, companies doing away with uh, different flavors. We talked about that earlier in the pandemic. Part of the cutback was Lay's getting rid of, you know, their 35 different flavors of potato chips and narrowing it down to like four. The humble Dorito has also narrowed its line, right? It's got something to do with the supply chain and the manufacturing that we were talking about last hour. Odwalla, which I believe is a PepsiCo product, one of the big companies owns Odwalla. It's gone. It's disappeared forever. Oh, really? Yeah, and I, we, huh. my kids really like that, but they, they ended that. Pandemic has ended a bunch of things. The whole, you know, we're kind of making money. We'll give it time, see if it works out, and is no longer. Yeah, well. It's good. they got to be a clear winner. It's out. Odwalla, yep. also the Coca-Cola company. Same one that okay. discontinued the coconut water. And if you've ever had coconut water, you know it's disgusting. That mm. <laughs> sounds terrible. I'm a fan of the cocoa nut, but I have no desire to, to drink the water. It yeah. tastes like a wrung-out gym sock. Oh, and it's one of those healthy, like it's Tom Brady. Like the only thing he drinks is coconut water, no, good like, for one him. Of, like one of those sort of things. And I've I've tried it because I understand it and I believe it to be healthy, mm-hmm. but I cannot do it. Oh it is, boy, it is it's tough. a sickener. I don't know how many people know uh, who Ben Shapiro is, colleague of ours on KBC in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, hey, uh, big deal in Twitter. A big deal in Twitter in social media. Uh, podcasting, yeah, thinker, that. writer, speaker. Young man, young well, fella. How do you describe 145 it? pounds soaking wet. How do you describe his politics? Well, he's a, kind of a classic conservative, uh, I think. Anyway, he he tweeted out today. He's, he's an absolutely wonderful defender of the free market. Um, he's that's one of his more notable, uh, you know, calling cards. He tweeted out today, looking at the latest polls. There's a couple of polls that came out today that back up the Wall Street Journal NBC poll that came out over the weekend where Biden had a 14-point lead nationally and a lot of people were either saying or hoping, that's an outlier. Well, a couple more of your big polls have come out and are in roughly the same range. That's plenty of time. Says who? Well, the trend line doesn't seem to be good, the direction it's going. After the debate, it would seem more people have moved to Biden and away from Trump. For now. (laughs) <laughs> um, we'll just wait till the next debate. huh? I think it was the, you know, making the argument that Biden doesn't know what day it is. Biden came out and appeared. He does know what day it is. And people who are a little worried or I don't know. You know, I don't actually know. I'm guessing everybody's guessing. But the numbers have moved pretty clearly. And a bunch of your swing states, I mean, your key states, the states you got to win, they're starting to open up some gaps that are going to be hard to close, Biden is. It just is. Now, you know, talk about the methodology and all this. I, I remember Carl Rove saying the same thing about Mitt Romney. People are going to wake up. Mitt Romney's going to be president. They're going to wonder how it happened. Here's how it happened. He got out of his whiteboard and dug into the poll and all this stuff. No, the polls turned out to be exactly what they showed. Obama was going to easily beat him. Doesn't matter that they polled more Democrats than Republicans or whatever. They allow for that. They figure all that out. Mm. Last time Hillary was way ahead. You remember that? New York Times, (laughs) 90% chance of winning. Listen to you. You've forgotten so soon. Hey, I would love it to be wrong. I would I would illegally pay money to have it be wrong. But I don't <laughs> think it's wrong. Ben Shapiro tweeted out, if Donald Trump loses by double digits, 
to a comatose 78-year-old career politician plagued by incoherence and logoria and pledging to enact the most radical left-wing agenda in American political history. I'm sorry, but that's on Trump, says Ben Shapiro. I would agree completely. Now, a lot of my friends who are Trump fans will blame the media or what have you, and the media have absolutely been complicit, Sure, but they, the, yeah, they exactly. could not possibly defeat Trump if Trump were a little less Trumpy. Trump would win in a walk if he, we've said this before, if he could eliminate the 15% Trumpiest aspects of his Trumpiness. If he could just shave that off, he'd win in a walk, but he just can't. He is what he is. If he could make it less about personality and more about the fact that it's the most left-wing agenda in our nation's history, and that's not an exaggeration at all. And honestly, uh, less about him, make the race less about him and more about you, he would win. But he doesn't seem to be capable of it. And it's a cry and shame to me as uh, I believe Joe Biden will cave to China. I believe uh, immigration policy will go back to hypocritical incoherence. I think American manufacturing will re-disappear. Joe Biden will raise taxes on American companies that are the backbone of our our economy and our livelihoods. Critical, it will squash the economy. Critical race theory will be back in government programs. You're going to be paying for them, to, schools. them to teach uh, your kids and uh, and government employees. That yeah, the indoctrination of your children into a quasi-Marxist racist philosophy will continue unabated. I think it's something close to a tragedy that Trump couldn't get his stuff together and just, just back away a little bit from his his extra Trumpy qualities, but it just it isn't happening. Well, we'll all find out in early November, which is coming up pretty quickly. I, I'm not into Four making weeks predictions from today, right? Yes. Right. I'm not into making predictions, but knowing what I know about this year's polling and the rest of it, he's got some serious ground to make up. And with as many people voting already as they are, it gets harder and harder to have some event come along that would change the outcome. Because you can't change those votes. Unless it's closer than we think. It's not. Or is it? No. Oh. I wish it were. Yeah, I know you do. I know you do. I'm just trying to accept reality and deal with the emotional pain it's going to cause me. For the for 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 Brian Williams to get to g- the, 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 gloat is that the right word? Yeah, that's a you good ever, word. You ever have the wor- a word pop into your head and you think, "Wait a second, is that the word?" That doesn't Constantly. sound like the word. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and then you realize, no, that's a word. You've used that word many times. You know sure. what it means. Why did all of a sudden it? Str- it's like you you can spell a word fine, and then you write it down. Is that right? I spell it right. Yeah, I know it. You look it up. Yeah, you spell it right. All of a sudden, it looked wrong. Yeah. Weird. Anyway. Get your word straight, Jack. Right. Brian Williams in that Washington Post, New York Times reporting crowd that has been on every night on MSNBC gloating will just give me pain. Oh, yeah. If uh, if Trump loses. You just not watch. (laughs) That is an option. But just knowing they're happy causes me pain, which means I probably got a problem. And, and maybe the description I had, I just offered up of Biden and, and the policies and the rest of it. They tower in terms of wisdom and goodness over the mediocrity that is Kamala Harris. I mean, Biden, tomorrow night, Biden is King Solomon compared to Kamala Harris. Yeah, that's right. Debate tomorrow night. I believe so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. 
I've had a serious days of the week deficit this week. Pence Harris tomorrow night. Finally, this is consequential. People thought Jack, I, I have confirmed that. I'm not sure it is consequential, but we'll see how it turns out. I probably won't watch this one. I'll just take in. Uh, I'll assume that I'll get all the highlights in the news packages afterwards. I'll watch it. Good I'm for a, you. I'm a fan of the game. Fantastic. I'll give it a half an hour at least. Um, I'm interested to see more of Mike Pence. This is a little inside politicsy, if uh, nobody minds. Pence's role has unquestionably to be the smiling, non-dissenting, um, wholesome, and saying very little sidekick of Trump. Pence is not a Trumpy guy at all. He's kind of an odd couple uh, a partner with Trump in a lot of ways. And so he does a lot of smiling and looking into the distance. <laughs> He was a pretty popular governor of a moderate state, even though he's an evangelical guy and a a devout Christian, the rest of it. Smiling Uh, and looking into the distance. Well, that's what he does. That that tight smile of his and that pleasant, engaged face he makes looking out into the distance. There's a a lot more to the guy than that. He's had to play his cards very close to the vest during his vice presidency. And he's really an interesting guy and a very, very bright guy. And I'm kind of interested to see how he goes toe-to-toe with Kamala. Biden does not want to do away with the filibuster in the Senate. I would guarantee you that. No, he's he an d- old-timey Senate guy. He, he does yeah. not want to pack the Supreme Court. I would guarantee you that. Will he get steamrolled by his crowd if he's president? Maybe. But does Kamala Harris put up a fight against that? No, no. She doesn't care at all. No. She doesn't care at all. She'd be, she'd be fine with that. Sure, go ahead. Pack Raw the power. Roll power. Yeah. Well, yeah, so I, I would also like to see her exposed as uh, what I believe her to be, which is, again, a mediocrity, as the old-timey saying goes. Um, and I get that information from people who worked closely with her earlier in her career. WAP, woman as president. Mm, I don't think the song is... Um, well, anyway, uh, I, I, I think the chances are somewhere in the 75th percentile that Joe Biden, if elected, will not finish his first term. 75% likely. So you're going with keels over? Quits? Nobody's ever quit before. Becomes incapacitated. Has anybody quit before? Nixon. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I I mean, technically that counts. Technically. He was going to be quitted the next day if he didn't quit. So They done quit him. Who's, you can't fire me, I quit. Has anybody who could have stayed if they wanted quit? No. No. No, certainly not. Um, Although uh, Biden, I believe, will either physically or mentally no longer be able to uh, execute the, the office. I mean, I, I've followed Joe Biden as a politics junkie over the decades, and his decline in the last four years has been shocking. Very, It's seldom that somebody of his age hits a downward plateau and is just great for the next four years. Mm. Yeah, he's, he's really losing it, but no, oh, look, he's leveled off. And for four years, he's no. It doesn't happen. So I will. I will give anybody two to one if he gets elected on that proposition. Now that's that's sincerity I, I right there. I wouldn't bet. What if I gave you three to one? I don't think there's a chance he's president in four years. <sighs> Man, I'm going to have to give some serious odds. <laughs> You're not helping me here. Yeah, thought I had an easy payday coming. All right, much more to come, including a uh, a police captain 
telling the truth about gun laws and bail reform and that sort of thing and the incredible hypocrisy of Democratic policies. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Uh, I don't know. That's kind of similar there. We got that. Oh, how about a little bonus mailbag? Sure. People emailing us like crazy. Fantastic. At mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. My then 16-year-old son, who's now 25, walked in on my now ex-husband with my mom, doing what they had been doing, uh, I guess, apparently for the last five years. Um, there was a showdown. My um, my son was like, if you don't tell her, I'm going to tell her. I was in shock. I didn't know what to do. I wasn't in a position to financially take care of myself for the kids at that time. So we stuck it out, did therapy. We moved to Tennessee eventually for a new start. And then um, he ended up having an affair with a 60-year-old co-worker. I apparently am just too young. I find myself wanting to drink whiskey and do the tango. Woman catches her husband with her mom. Whiskey tango, a uh, euphemism for white trash, a term you don't hear that much these days, probably because it's really demeaning. Who are you more angry at in that scenario? Oh, uh, wow. wow. Think your mom. Is that uh, slut shaming or something? I should be as ang- more angry at the husband or something. Um, I, but your mom. You had, you had a vow specifically with your Husband, well, he with you. Yeah, the mom's thing was more implied. I guess I shouldn't have assumed, but the the husband, in theory, you said it to be loyal or whatever. I don't but know. God, I'm not as married. a parent, well, you got to so be repugnant lo- all around. As a parent, you're just you're dedicated to looking out for your kid's best interest. As a parent, you are dedicated <laughs> to your kid's best interest. Not all parents are that way. <laughs> she well, might right. not have been. Yeah, I mean, I I picture you know some some uh, near impossible moment where. My son's beau decides, hey, hey, dad, you want to get it on? I would run shrieking from the room. And I'm as horny as anybody who's ever lived. No, it's going to end in disaster. Guaranteed. Oh. Well, that's the old frontal lobe well, thing. Does it work it, or doesn't it? Some it, people it doesn't. If that situation happens, you already know that this relationship is not going to go forward with your son and this person. It's, it's only a matter of time before this rears itself in some way. Exactly. So That's I, a decent way to look at it right there. So Their relationship I, is doomed. Why don't I get some so right I, I need to confirm <laughs> wow. that this is not just some weird impulse and see how... I don't know. I'm just what brainstorming are you, Some here. sort of attorney for the despicable? <laughs> If, if it pays well, yes. <laughs> and so, no, son, I needed to find out the truth about this woman. Yeah. And you need to be better selecting I'm, partners in the future. I went undercover. I was undercover. <laughs> pretending to go through with this. I'm the slut police. Just know that I hated every most moments of it. <laughs> Good Lord, what a bizarro scenario. Uh, one day they will discover the gene. And they will be able to tell in some genetic test, you'll, you know, spit in the tube and they'll say, oh, you don't have the ability to put off short-term pleasure in favor of long-term gain. You're a short-termer. And and, and so, you know, and, and the statistics are pretty well known on that in terms of smoking and and, and uh, obesity, divorce, uh, career decisions, whatever, um, 
I don't know. Then what do you do? You get checked into a program or you get a government aid or what? I don't know. I don't know either. We all have some of both in us, don't we? We all have our weaknesses. Sure. Yeah. Um, and this is a different story of a different sort of a cretin. Um, a Texas library apparently failed for quite some time to notice that their printer was running out of toner at a suspiciously fast pace. Well, who would notice our printer's out of toner right now and not working? You know, I usually have an idea where these stories are going. Completely mystified so far. An employee at the Austin Public Library is accused of fraudulently uh, making $1.3 million off a printer toner from the employee. Oh, it's just embezzlement. Yeah. Okay. But but doing it through the toner. He he would steal the toner and then sell the toner. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, guess what? We're out of toner. Let's uh, check that box. Well, that get went some awfully more. quickly. Probably recognized pretty quickly that, hey, we just keep filling this thing up with toner. Nobody pays any attention. It's really expensive. How about if I, uh, you know, two for you, one for me, two for you, one for me? Yeah, depending 1. on 1. the 1.3 million dollars, so that'd have to be a lot of damn over, toner. Over what time? Uh, it's, uh, I did the math. It's two and a half ounces of toner ink. Since 2007. Okay. Well, then he milked it for just supplemental income for, mm-hmm. wow, that's... I you know crime fellas uh, does not pay don't don't do crimes kids how about short term thinking etc but uh, you know if you're going to do one that's a pretty good one how about this in that period of time the library would have legitimately used a hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of toner God the money is in the toner that's how much they should have been using instead of the one point three million dollars well wait a minute so he managed to steal ten times as much as they would legitimately yeah, use you over grabbed. Yeah, they they needed better toner control, uh, you know, methods. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, It's taking a little of the uh, media criticism on Fox in. Brett Baer, who I really, really like, talking about how uh, most people probably wouldn't have acted the way President Trump acted when they walked out of the hospital yesterday. I don't know. I don't know. You make Cable news has to make so much out of all these things. It's, oh, yeah. It's a story of the day. It'll be gone in a day, and nobody will ever remember it. So. Let's worry about policy. Yeah. yeah Long exactly. term. Yeah. So, uh, Captain Umbrino of the Rochester uh, Police Department, uh, one of the many departments that's had to answer for charges for an unfortunate uh, incident. Um, and the particulars of it aren't actually what we're here to talk about. Um, he's uh, He gave an incredibly impassioned speech at a press conference. We have the entire thing for you, the video at armstrongandgetty.com. It is absolutely worth a watch. I'm going to play you a couple of highlights. My favorite one in which he's talking about the, uh, well, it's two actually, the posturing of politicians and the incredible hypocrisy of gun laws, especially when you pair it with the movement towards so-called bail reform, uh, this is Captain Frank Umbrino of Rochester, New York. Uh, what's basically your reaction to this, uh, this violence that's been happening? Oh, can you pause that, Sean? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I meant to point out, there had been a big shooting of a barbecue. Uh, two people killed, many wounded, uh, typical, you know, tough neighborhood, gang-related type slaughter of human beings. Go ahead. You know... Ninety percent of the residents in this community are good, hardworking people, and you know I feel terrible for them that the decisions of a few bad people are having the impact that it is right now. You know what are the answers moving forward? 
you know, I, I have my ideas. I've been on the job for almost 30 years now. What I can tell you is that I'm not surprised by the violence that's been taking place. You know, and I'm going to get in trouble probably for this. Um, but if I hear one more politician talk about, you know, what we need to do to stop the violence, we need more gun laws, we need this, we need that, uh, quite frankly, I'm going to vomit. Um, these people that say that have no idea what they're talking about. We have a lot of gun laws currently on the books that we do not enforce. I shouldn't say we don't enforce, we enforce them, but you have individuals getting locked up for illegal handguns and being released from custody the next day. That's disgusting. How does that happen? So if anybody is surprised that there's been an uptick in violence since we don't enforce the current gun laws that we have, I don't know what to tell you. But those are the facts. These politicians that, that want to say we need more gun laws, we need this, we need that, do me a favor, just stop talking because you really don't know what you're talking about. Come and ask anybody that, that lives in these neighborhoods. I've had conversations over the last three weeks with dozens of people that live on these neighborhoods, that live on Bernard Street, that live on Pennsylvania Avenue. They don't believe any of the stuff you're saying. There, there needs to be accountability. I'll equate it to this. If you're speeding and you get pulled over by the police and it's a $5 fine, do you really care if you get pulled over speeding? Probably not, right? You need to get to where you need to get to. So if you're an individual who has an illegal handgun, or you're thinking about carrying an illegal handgun, and you know that you get stopped and arrested with that handgun, and you're going to get out of, the nail, out of jail the next day, do you care if you get caught? That's some good stuff. And let's go ahead and, and add on his uh, brief statement about bail reform. So the bail reform that you know, the governor put in, that plays a major part in upticking crime? Bail reform, in, in my opinion, as a 30-year veteran in law enforcement and working in the city of Rochester for the last 30 years, bail reform has a significant impact on the amount of crime and the uptick in crime that's been occurring uh, in our community and throughout New York State. Look at the numbers. I sent the numbers out not long ago. I, I don't hear a lot about it in the media, but the numbers are, are terrible. And anybody that says that bail reform is not part of the blame in that, again, you're fooling yourself. And, and please stop. So just to bottom line it for you, you have the same party, generally speaking, saying we need more gun laws, stricter gun laws, then also saying we need to end the prison pipeline, build schools, not prisons, turn these people loose. They only commit crimes because they're misunderstood or because of the patriarchy or white supremacy and we're the most incarcerated people on earth. Which one is it? Um, and it's the classic, uh, all gun laws do is it make it more difficult for law-abiding citizens. The, the criminal doesn't care. I, I don't understand why that is such a leap for some people and so obvious to others. I was, um, where was I recently? Well, and, 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 and Captain Umbrino talking about how he can't think of once in his career where somebody with a legal gun right, right. gunned somebody down in cold blood. It was always either self-defense or it didn't happen. So your extra layer of complication of me buying ammunition and waiting longer and filling out the forms and stuff like that doesn't freaking do anything. Right. It makes it harder for me to own a gun that I'm never going to use 
for uh, for protection. I had a situation with uh, I carry a pocket knife, and we were going somewhere. It was my son. And I said uh, to the school grounds, I think. Um, and I said, I got to leave my knife. Uh, oh, I forgot. I got to put my knife in the car. And he said, how come? I said, it's illegal to have a pocket knife on school property. And he said, how come? I said, oh, it's just the law. And he said, but you're not going to stab anybody. And I said, no, I'm not. No. And he said, the people that are going to stab somebody, they wouldn't care. I said, you're, exactly. 10, you're 10 years old and you understand exactly that this law only stops me from carrying a pocket knife, which, by the way, is part of the Second Amendment, right to protect myself, bear arms, it's an arm. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, but the person that's going to walk around and stab a bunch of people, he'll have his knife, but I won't have mine. Uh, and that's, you know, that's the way it works. Good people, whether in Rochester or Los Angeles or anywhere else, are not going to murder anybody, no matter how easy or hard you make it for them to get a gun. People who want a firearm to kill other people will get one, no matter what laws you pass. How can you not comprehend that? And you make the laws, you're constantly making them more difficult, because I've lived in different states. In some states, you could have a loaded gun in the car as long as it's not within arm's reach. In some states, you can have a gun in the car if it's unloaded, as long as the uh, ammunition is locked in the trunk, but it has to be locked in a box in the trunk. It can't just be loose in the trunk. It has to be locked in. All that stuff is crap. Every bit of it is complete crap. The guy that's going to drive through the neighborhood and shoot people doesn't care about any of that. Right. Right. Bunch of drive-by shootings in the capital of Sac- of uh, California over the weekend, Sacramento. Uh, something tells me they were not licensed and registered gun owners. Something tells me they didn't give a crap about gun laws. Something tells me they weren't storing their ammunition, according to the laws of Cal Unicornia. So which one is it? Man, I would like to corner one of your uh, lefty politicians and just hit them with that. How do you square those two things? I um, we got, we got a, a text about a conversation we've had, everybody's had in their real lives, about the distortion of time that we've got going on right now. Um, what, the fact that this year's been 15 years long? <laughs> Or this this month is a week old, but seems like it's been two months. Ugh. Or the fact that Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying and Amy Coney Barrett being nominated seems when like was a that? different back in twenty twenty. <laughs> seems like a different life, and yeah. Lord knows the impeachment is as if it's. I'm reading about the. I mean, it's in black and white, and everybody's wearing top hats. I mean, that's right. how long ago that was. <laughs> right. The, the weird compression of time, and, or it's a combination of speeding up and slowing down. I don't, I don't even know what's happening. It's, it's being distorted by, the I guess, the gravity of the events and that, the sameness of our lives, the fact that every day is the same because of COVID. I don't the know. The stress of the COVID, the constant inputs, I think, is the greatest disease of the 21st century. The fact that, it, it, although it, some of you have managed to unplug and probably you're much healthier than the rest of us, but... Everybody is constantly hearing, hey, 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 Joe, hey, hey, all day long, every day, hey, 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 like that. It's enough to make you insane. Yeah, but it's beyond that because they are big events. Impeachment is a big event. COVID is a big event. True. A Supreme Court justice dying and naming new persons a big event. Then a debate is a big big event, most Mm. watched ever. Yeah. Then the president of the United States with the biggest health scare in like 100 years is a big event. All those happened in, in six days. No, they didn't. <laughs> the naming of ACB was like last weekend. What? The weekend before last. All that Boy, happened in like a week period. You're right. And so so that, that plays a role. So you're, hey, hey, Joe, hey, Joe yeah. is a guy with a gun, 
a guy with a knife and then a bear attacking you. There are three giant Joe. things happened all hey, in one hey, day. A hey, guy with the gun. Can I borrow your gun? <laughs> shoot the bear, please. There's a bear on me. Leave me out of it. Right. You just shoot the bear and I go home. If you want my wallet, we both got to handle this bear situation. <laughs> right. Bear eats my wallet. Nobody wins, gun guy. Am I wrong? I'm not. I don't know. I'm fascinated psychologically, though. Sean and I were just talking about, um, you know, if we're broken or not. If it, I feel like I need this now, and it's a sick need, but I need these giant, impactful stories to happen every couple of days. And mm, you're an addict, a junkie. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I don't know. So the result will be. We'll elevate things that aren't as big to make them seem bigger because we well, need to get our fix. Yes. I, I think that's a real well, concern. I mean, for instance, the impeachment was a gigantic novelty length nothing sandwich. <laughs> you know? Oh, there is not a single human being that will be voting on the impeachment. No. A month from today. No. It's the only what thing on joke. my mind. <laughs> the phone call to Ukraine. Still was, angry about that? It was a perfect phone call. <laughs> All right? Come on now. Let's move on with our lives. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What the heck? Not sure I followed that, but I love the laughter of children. So what was happening there? Okay, so uh, this is just a young kid reading aloud a a math problem from his... uh, A word problem, as uh, they call him, yeah. Yeah. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money? How much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> what? Jay ain't broke. Jaden's broke. Jaden's broke. <laughs> He's got one dollar, one quarter, and two pennies. How much money does he have? He's Jayden broke. broke. <laughs> oh, the laughter of children. There is nothing better. <laughs> he got him there. Get him. <laughs> When something really tickles a kid, it's oh, just yeah. so darn funny. Yep, yep. Laugh without the shame. What was the? Oh, Sam was doing the other day. We had thought we were out. Uh, it was it was hot outside over the weekend, and they're doing the thing where they either run or ride their bikes through, and I spray them with the hose. Yes, classic. That's a great game. Anyway, we were taking a break from that, and then somehow Sam got on holding the hose in his mouth, and water would come out. He don't <laughs> put the hose in his mouth, and water would come out his nose. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like one of those, uh, what do you call it, neti pots. (laughs) The height of comedy from my elementary school career was people laughing and and liquids coming out of their nose. There was nothing funnier to to the cafeteria room tables. The holy grail. But his brother Henry thought that was so funny. It's because it is. I couldn't breathe (laughs) for Oh, my God. I thought that is right in the wheelhouse of a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old boy right there. Wow. Actually, hose in mouth so water squirts out his nostrils. I tip my cap. (laughs) Oh, gee. Please, his sinuses are clean as a baby's hiney. Oh, my God. That can't be good for you. Uh, My wife sent me this from next door. 
somebody put posted on next door. Does anyone have a sewer snake and want to make a hundred dollars? My main sewer line is clogged. I usually rent one when it clogs. Just feeling lazy right now. <laughs> Thanks for letting me know you clogged your toilet so badly. You need me to come and snake it out for you, and you'll give me a hundred dollars for it. That's probably roots. Give me a hundred dollars to dig around in your poo. That seems like a fair deal. Well, you got a snake. It's not like you got to crawl down there. <laughs> Come on. I don't want to go deal with your clogging the toilet Wait, situation. You're whining. <laughs> Just I'll do it with my own, but I'm not going to deal with yours. <laughs> Listen to how proud he is, folks. I w- like his, uh, you know, is better than mine. Aren't you fancy huh? with your finger in the air? Right. Can't, can't you just borrow my snake and then you do it? <laughs> He's, he explained that. He's feeling lazy right now. I don't want to be anywhere near you. Yeah, yeah, here, here's a tool. Tell me how it turned out. No, don't tell me how it turned out. Just return it clean when yeah, you're done. Just wash it and give it back. <laughs> it's all that's needed. Yeah. New Monmouth poll out of Pennsylvania has Biden up by eleven. Oh, it is getting a fair it's number. Neck and neck. A fair number of people's attention, partially because Monmouth has been fairly uh, kind to the president polling wise, and uh, an eleven point win. In, Pennsylvania would be really bad news for Trump trying to get reelected. If that poll is accurate, uh, the president is down four runs in the bottom of the ninth and has to score a lot. I mean, that's a, that's a serious deficit in a critical state. If you've looked at any of those electoral scenario maps, he needs Pennsylvania. But we shall see. We've been shocked before, my friends. We may be shocked again. A lot of bonus mailbag we could get to here. We don't have a lot of time. How much time do we have, Michael? Yeah, like 20 seconds. 20 seconds? Uh, Let's see. I'd rather snake snake my neighbor's toilet than watch the vice presidential debate tomorrow night. If I was given the choice between the two, not even close. Oh, come on. Not even close. It's verbal sparring. What's not to like? I feel like that's a lot closer than I would like it to be. That choice? Yeah. I can't wait. I'm excited. I'd go toilet over the debate. Oh, yeah. Final thoughts with A-N-G. Yeah! Here's your host, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show. Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. A single man for mere days. Michael, final thought? You know, I forgot to... Uh, put a dress code on the invitation for my wedding, so now I'm worried as to what people are going to show up like. Am I going to see dolphin shorts, parachute pants, people in thongs? Going to be a lot of shorts and Crocs, I think. Durr. A lot of tank tops. You're going to see a lot of pits. Oh, yeah. The weather's for oh, it, too. God, mm-hmm. clothe your pits. Positive Sean, our producer. Final thought? Yeah, from the Twitter machine. Uh, if if this is you, really, Sean, and not an imposter, say Gorgonzola on the air. I am not your puppet, sir. Right. You do not, This is not request radio. You're, you, we're, we're not playing what the listeners want to hear. What are we, dancing monkeys? Uh, Jack, final thought for us? Poll about, do you have any friends of a different uh, political stripe? 40%, roughly, of both Republicans and Democrats have no friends that are of a different political bent than them. Oh, I'm glad Almost there are 40%. apparently 60% that do still. 40% have zero. That that would not have been true mm. decades ago. Yeah. My final thought is actually that we have all sorts of great stuff at armstrongandgetty.com. The A&G Extra Large podcast with David French about his new book, The Great American Divorce. I mean, what it would look like uh, if we actually had a secession problem in the U.S. now. Um, and, and it's more realistic than it might sound. We have that great videotape of Rochester Police Captain Frank Umbrino being brutally honest about gun violence and the rest of it. 
the barking lefty women barking at Trump supporters like they're dogs. Very strange. And a lot of good stuff at uh, Hot Links. Tomorrow we will do four hours of preview of the vice presidential debate. Oh, now that's not even funny. And I want to watch it. <laughs> that was just mean-spirited. Yeah. I, I'm thinking the first 45 minutes will be worth your while. Might be breaking worth down Dodgers Padres, depending on how that goes later today. Dodgers. And uh, Lakers Heat. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com to uh, enjoy all the pleasures we've mentioned. You can also email us. The address is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If you see something we ought to be talking about, uh, or if you have an opinion you want to share, go ahead. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Follow us on the Twitter. We're so close to 30,000. You know how we like round numbers. really be nice to hit 30,000 and have a round number. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hours and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing so, forgive yourself when you mess up, stand the heck up, and keep going. Words. Armstrong and Getty.